SOJ back at it again. Um, I know you won't get the context of this, but do you know what they call a licensed insurance agent that passes his test the third time no. he takes it? A licensed insurance agent. <laughs> That's what I am. All last week, um, I've been studying for this test, and like they give you, they give you a week um, long with an instructor. And for eight hours a day, they sit there and they just, they throw this book at you. And it's like, you know, what's the difference between, you know, a homeowner's insurance policy and a dwelling policy? And, you know, what are the different coverages? What's not covered? What's excluded? What is, uh, you know, what is, what is the example of a peril? What's a hazard? So it's like this whole new um, lingo that I'm learning in the insurance world. And for the last couple of weeks, I've just been so consumed by it. And I, I, I didn't pass the test a couple times. So the third time I went to go take the test, I passed everything. Everything was good to go. So I can put all that behind me. Um, I just wanted to get that out there. Um, I should be having some regular podcasts um, coming out. I know the listeners have been, um, I don't want to say starving, but they've been missing out on, on my wonderful voice and my, my content here on the, the listener land. So thank you guys for your patience. Um, I just want to say I appreciate you guys hanging in there and um, coming back to listen. Today, we're going to be talking um, with a good friend of mine, and we're going to be talking about when you should, and specifically when you shouldn't be, running your motherfucking mouth. Now, to set this off right, I want to go ahead and tell a story. When I was younger, um, I thought I was cool. It was, you know, it was before I... I really grew up, I was probably 15, 16, I just started, I'd been hanging out with girls for a couple years or whatever, and I was talking to these girls, and uh, one of the other cool kids in the neighborhood who was a little bit older, he was already driving, you know, he's probably 18, 19, yeah. I'm like 15, um, but we all smoked weed, so we kind of hung out in the same circles. Um, I was hanging out with these girls or whatever, and his girlfriend lived in Philly, and she was this super hot black chick, you know, model material, prettiest face I'd ever seen in a real person, you know, and, and I didn't particularly like this guy. So we hung out, you know, she hung out for a weekend or whatever. I got to know her. She's just one of those girls that is, you know, quick to flash her boobs and just, yeah. you know, just a fun girl all around. You know, anyone that's involved with that person is going to have a good time. You know what I mean? We yeah. went to Six Flags. We had a good time. She's just a, a free spirit. So... I forget how it happened, but maybe it was the next weekend she came down or whatever. And mind you, this isn't my girlfriend or my friend. This is just uh, a girlfriend of a guy that I know. You know what I mean? I guess we were buddies, but we were never really friends. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I had some information about that guy, you know, that he'd been messing around with a couple girls um, around the way. And so my dumbass uh, thought it would be cool to mention that to his girlfriend. I think his girlfriend was, you know, she was probably complaining about him or saying, oh, you know, I don't know where John is or whatever. I don't know, you know, whatever it was. Um, but he was, he was being put on the spot. And I, because I had this information, I just volunteered it. I was like, oh yeah, John said that, uh, or, or Sue said that she messed with John last week or whatever, you know what I mean? And I just, yeah. I volunteered this information out. When I didn't have to, there was no need for me to tell that story. There was no, there was no, I just, I was being cool. I was trying to be included in the conversation. I was trying to have something to contribute. You know what I mean? Now I was also 15. 
I was stupid. You know what I mean? A couple weeks later, I had forgot about it. Two, three weeks later, roll by. I'm smoking a blunt at my buddy's house, and we get a knock on the door. My buddy comes back to the rooms like, hey, you need to go outside for a minute. I'm like, what you talking about? He's like, well, John Cush is out here, and he wants to talk to you. And I'm like, oh, shit. So I kind of... I kind of put two and two together, right? So I didn't want to look like a bitch in front of my friends. So I go outside and, you know, he's like, let's go take a talk. And I didn't pick up on the clues, but he had like the fingerless gloves on. He had his boots on and his boots were tied. You know, in my generation, uh, gangsters or tough guys, they'd wear their boots untied, you know, just because yeah. it looks cool or whatever. But if you saw someone with their boots tied, either they were coming from work or they were going to go whoop some ass. Like, that's the only time we, we tie our boots, you know? And his boots were tied, and he had his little fingerless gloves on. I didn't I didn't think that we were going to fight. You know, I thought he, he might call me out. I might tell him, whatever. But um, so he basically confronts me, says, hey, did you tell my girl X, Y, Z? And, of course, I just lied, and I said, no, I didn't say that. And she's like, oh, well, she said you said X, Y, Z. And then by the time I got to even say anything, he's putting hands on my face. You know what I mean? Punched me in the head, uh, you know. I didn't get knocked down, but I definitely got hit in the face a couple times. We wrestled around or whatever. I tried to get some punches off. I didn't. You know, he's older and bigger than me, and he definitely, you know, fucking kicked my ass. You know, he definitely fucking, you know, did what he came to do and fucking put hands on me. I, I fucking, I shit my pants. Like, I literally, it was the first time I ever got punched in the head and shit my pants. I didn't see it coming. You know, I'm not going to say it was a sucker punch because it wasn't like he punched me from behind, but he confronted me, and then... Didn't give me a chance to put my, my dukes up, just blasted me, yeah. you know what I mean? And then blasted me a couple more times, and then kept blasting me, you know? Yeah. Until he felt, I guess, justified or whatever. So, the the moral of the story, what I learned from that was, you know, even though I dislike this guy, even though I, you know, uh, you know, didn't really have good feelings about this person or this character, I didn't need to go airing out his dirty laundry. It wasn't none of my business to say that. Now, it took me a while to figure that out, you know, but that ass whooping helped me in a way. Yeah. You know, there's been times where I've been privy to information just because of proximity or luck of the draw or just happen to be around whenever it's being discussed. And, you know, someone will ask about that information and it's like, I don't have to volunteer it. I don't have to give it up. There's no, there's no sense in me snitching or ratting out one of my peoples or even someone that I don't care about. You know, uh, if it's not your business, it's not your business, right? Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I just, I think that it's important that you keep your fucking mouth shut. You know, there's certain things, like when, when you become one of the good old boys, when you start hanging out with the guys and, you know, you, you, you know people start passing the joint to you or, you know, if you're hanging out drinking with the buddies, sometimes things are going to come up and some of that stuff doesn't need to be repeated. It's like what stays in Vegas or what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, right? Like yeah. what happens around the boys should stay around the boys. Exactly. You know, um, and especially, you know, I was lucky that that was just his girlfriend. You know, that could have been, you know, if, fast forward this 15 years, 20 years, if I would have done the same thing, I could be ruining someone's marriage. Exactly. I could be, I could be putting someone's livelihood on the line. You know, when you sit there and you offer information out that, is none of your business, doesn't concern you at all, you know what I'm saying, and do it volunteeringly when, when you, you don't have a dog in the fight, you're being a bitch, you know what I mean? I understand, like, I, I can sympathize because I was there at one point when I was a kid, but 
there's certain things you have to learn growing up and I think kids nowadays aren't getting their ass whooped enough. They're no. so used to talking shit behind the keyboard or, you know, talking shit behind a computer, you know what I mean? And having no kind of recourse or no kind of, you know, repercussions for their actions. And I mean, I know you did for sure, but I definitely grew up in a different time. Oh, I did. It was it was schoolyard fights and I mean we didn't have computers to hide behind. If we had a beef with someone, you know, it was taken care of right then and there. We would meet. Uh, we would set up a date and time to meet whoever, you know, we had a problem with. Yeah. We'd meet out in a field and, yeah. you know. After school get, by the flagpole. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yep. we had a place called the Bread Box. Okay. Right across the street from school. And I couldn't tell you how many fights I've witnessed there. Yeah. Just, you know, but that's the way we handled it. There wasn't no guns involved. You know, we had maybe some guys that would pull a knife on you or try to wear a, pra- a pair of brass knuckles or, you yeah. know. But there wasn't, you know, all these guns, people getting shot. It just didn't really exist back when I was, you know, when I was a kid. Yeah. But, you know. Well, it's with, not that the with, guns didn't exist. No, it's just it didn't, it wasn't like it is nowadays. Yeah, the the concept of getting your ass whooped wasn't so frightening that you had to, you feel like you're protecting your life. Exactly. You know, um, yeah. I think, I think, besides just getting your ass whooped or getting beat up or taken to the point, I think it has a lot to do with, there's no honor or integrity really being taught to these kids nowadays, you know? There, there's, because yeah. of the lack of, you know, physical adversity or the lack of, or, or the ability to, be such a bully cyber cyberly you know what i mean or yeah. or anonymously or you can spew so you can get rid of and when you're a kid you know it's understandable to be frustrated it's understandable to be naive and not knowing what you're doing and have a bunch of fucking energy inside of you that you want to get out you know what i mean i, th- yeah. I believe all kids are like that so yeah you know we'll, we'll give the youth a pass but when you start getting to be 23 24 you got to start figuring this shit out Oh yeah, and if you have my figured, time, it was way before twenty. Way before then. Yeah, I mean, when I was fifteen and sixteen, you know, you had to stand behind what you what you talked. Yeah, and that's just the way it was. Yeah, you know, it wasn't anything like nowadays where kids could sit here and bash each other on a computer and never even see each other and have their problems taken care of. Which I'm not a big fighter or anything, but you know. Just as Dan saying, we're just we're just living in a world now where it's cyberbullying, and you know people can go and talk smack about other people, you know, get involved in somebody's life and not even be a part of it, but yet try to ruin that person's life by making up false accusations. Yeah, yeah, you know? and, and, and and there's no repercussion for what they do because. I'm an older person, and I'm not going to fight someone that's half my age because of some little silly stuff. Yeah. You know? Well, and that's where that's where it gets really tricky is because it's like, obviously, we're addressing this issue. Now, we're not coming out and saying, you know what I mean, who did what, what's going to happen. There's no, you know, because we're older, we're, we have to be measured about it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, we already know that, A, a physical encounter you know what I mean, isn't going to lead anywhere where we need to go. You know, that's probably the last resort that we need to, you know, the last measure that we need to resort to. Yeah. But we know that because we're older now. When you're young, it's, 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 it's different. And that's why I think you should get that out when you're younger. 
you know get yeah. get that get those hard lessons learned when you when you're young and able to heal and able to you know um you know learn those harder lessons and and get knocked around a little bit but us being you know on the other side of 30 uh we've had a little time to think about it we've got families we got to worry about we've got you know bills we've got to pay we've got you know i mean i you pay people you know what i mean you're the boss where yeah. you work at you know you've got people under you that are you know besides your family that are looking to you to to bring in the work so like if you get hemmed up and go to jail for a week not only does that stop production of everything including you know funds or you being around to be available to pick people up or pick up you know get the job site opened up or whatever it yeah. is you know it dries up all sorts of things there's all sorts of a snowball effect that goes on so um i think i think for you young people out there you really need to you need to be aware of these situations um i think it's super critical that uh you watch what the fuck you're saying you know i know everyone wants to have their say everyone always wants to throw in something in the conversation everyone wants you know every chef wants to put a little a little bit of carrots in the soup they always want to add their little touch you know what i mean yeah but uh i think we really need to learn how to just kind of mind our own business and i think we're we're getting way far ahead of ourselves and i think these problems are becoming more and more likely or more and more uh are they're occurring more and more because of this social media thing i yeah. really think you know it's it's a great tool there's a, a, there are a lot of wonderful things about it the way we can distribute information so quickly but i think it's a double edged sword as well you know obviously it's not going to go away so the question is what do we do about it yeah i think the best thing my the only thing i can wrap my head around is manage it from when you're a child you know kids i don't think they should have social media i think i think there should be an age limit like you know when facebook first came out you had to be uh in college to get facebook i think they should have kept it like that yeah. once they opened it up for everyone it really caused a lot of problems and there's statistical information i've heard way smarter people than me talk about the problems that if you look at the graphs of you know teen suicide or you know whatever whatever fill in the blank of whatever statistic you want to look at negative or positive for kids it's changed drastically since our childhood smartphones yeah. and the internet you know what i mean specifically so i think what we experienced was a slower time maybe maybe a more face to face maybe you had a lot more time to look someone in the eyes you yeah. know i think you I mean, even with this podcast, a lot of people are just in their car listening to it. A lot of people, a lot of people that listen to this don't even know what I look like. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're probably like, "Oh, this white guy, you know, always talking about how lucky he is or how privileged he is. He's always in a good mood." I have a normal life just like everyone else. I get, yeah. I get put in the doghouse just like everyone else. You know, if someone came home and told my girl that you know I was talking to some other chick inappropriately when I was just talking to this girl telling her what she needed to do at work, you know what I mean? That yeah. could cause a big problem. So I don't know. I I it it's tough, man. I just you gotta watch your fucking mouth. You gotta watch your P's and exactly. Q's, you know? Um it's 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 fortunate for these kids that, you know, they're not getting beat up readily and it's fortunate that they're not learning these hard lessons, but <clears throat> Just like when you're having a kid or a puppy or anything that you're going to raise from 
infancy to adulthood, you got to get them when they're young. Exactly. You got to you got to let them know this is okay, this is not okay. And when you do something that's not okay, something that you do not like is going to happen. So that way you avoid that. Yeah. You know? Um it seems so simple when I say it, right? Yeah. But uh I I have the same problem with my son. You know what I mean? It's like I love him so much I don't want to discipline him all the time. But it's like every other fucking time he's doing some dumb shit. You know, so I've had to go upside his head a couple times. I've had to smack him around. I haven't beat him like my parents beat me, but that's also because I'm worried about what the neighbor's going to say. Exactly. I'm worried about, you know, who's going to be recording this. Is it going to be on the news? Am I going to get arrested for correcting my son's actions in a physical manner? You know, um, I don't know. It's a crazy time we live in, man. Yeah, I know. Crazy freaking time. All the technology's really changed everything. It really has. You know, it's like, and I thought about it when I was a kid. It's like, it would have been so cool to live in the wild, wild west where, like, you could just go in and, you know, rob a bank and, you know, as long as you ride, as your horse is faster than the other horses, like, you're good to go. Yeah. You know, no one's going to take a picture of you. No one's going to remember your face. Like, you know, but now that I'm an adult and I think about that thought, it's like, what if I'm the bank teller? What if I'm the guy that owns that bank? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, shit, I'm almost glad that I'm alive now. Like, there is, you know, we can shit on this technology and we can put this stuff down as much as we want. But there is an obvious uh, want and inherent use for it. You know what I mean? Obviously, everybody's on it. I'm on yeah. it. I'm a part of it. You know what I mean? I guess if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. So I'm part of the problem, you know, because I, I, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. You know, I waste a lot of time. They've got an app in my phone that lets me know how much screen time I watch during the week. Really? Like, if you have an app that does that, obviously there's a problem because someone wants to monitor it. That's right. Right? Yeah. You know, so it's like, my worries are, what are my grandkids going to be like? You know, how how different, how soft are these kids going to be growing up in the next generation? Yeah. If what we're already seeing is what it is. Yeah, they're stuck indoors all day. They, when we were kids, we'd go out and play in the creek. Yeah. Play war, battlefield, yeah. football. Yeah. Go make a swing. Yeah, you know go, what I mean? Go yeah. climb a tree. Build a tree house. Yeah. You know? Yeah, build a fort. Exactly. Make mud balls. Yeah. yeah. You know? Ride your bikes on the, the ramps and the dunes by the new construction. You exactly. know? Like, yeah. Um, and not to say that not all kids do that. I mean, there are, I've talked to some parents recently, some newer parents that say they don't let their kids watch TV. They don't have TVs in the living room or space. Like their TVs are in their room, yeah. not in the kids room. So it's like that to me is encouraging. Yeah. It's, it's good to see that there are that handful of people. I mean, I'm sure you remember your parents telling you, oh, when I was a kid, you know, you guys you guys have it so good because when I was a kid, it was yeah, way worse. Exactly. I want to say the exact same things to my kids. Oh, I know. So it's like this cycle. I catch myself saying that to my kids. You know, it's like, oh, well, oh, you've got it so good. You've got it so lucky. I mean, me, for my personal experiences, I wasn't the best learner. It's probably why this test took me so long to pass. You know what I mean? It's probably why I've been struggling so much with this this academic part of my training for the new job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, reading a book and, and picking up the information is, is has never been easy for me. If it's not something that I'm enjoying, it's not, 
I'm not reading about dragons or reading about motorcycles or reading about, you know, saying something that captivates me. I'm not picking up that. Like, if I'm reading law or if I'm reading, you know, academics, like, you know, oh, what happens in this instance if this happens and blah, 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 blah. It's just, you know, textbook, um, boring stuff. I have a hard time absorbing that. But one thing that the kids have that I didn't have when I was a kid, I'd ask my mom, how do you spell this word? She said, go look it up in the dictionary. Yeah. If I was able to just ask my phone what it was when I was a kid, you would have never learned anything. Well, I would. I would have learned. I feel like I would have been. I would have been way more equipped than I am now. Like there were so many words that I didn't look up because I was lazy. You yeah. know what I mean? Like there's so many. Now, I didn't know my mom was teaching me a lesson in how to teach myself by looking up that word. Because you have to go alphabetically. You have to kind of figure out how to spell it in looking it up. Because if you can spell the first three words, then you can probably find it in the dictionary. Yeah. You know, essentially. You know, simple things like reading a map. People don't know how to do that anymore. Yeah. You know, GPS has spoiled people. Exactly. And when I was younger, you know, I worked a lot of construction. And to tell you the truth, I don't see how I got to where I did like I do now. Because now I just put it in my GPS and I'm there. Yeah. Before we had to... Talk for 20 minutes exactly. about the landmarks that you're going to see, where to turn, if the yeah. house is not visible from the road, what you're going to look at, where you find my mailbox and how you find the driveway from there or, you know, yeah. however many lights you have to pass, turn at the Wendy's, yeah. you know. Um, I know exactly what you mean. I remember, I remember being inconvenienced by having to print out directions from MapQuest, Map yeah. you know, and then following the directions one by one, you yeah. know, and, uh, and that was easy. Now that you look yeah. back and think about how fast they fixed that problem. You know what I mean? How fast yeah. it went from GPS is being like, eh, it's okay to now we rely on it. Yeah. Now that we know how to use it, it's like, that's the, the, we, we don't care about how many Wendy's you have to pass or how, you know, what the, you know, yeah. so we're probably not picking up as much. We're probably not learning as much. You know what I mean? When you condense things and you make things easier for everybody or the masses, it kind of, it, it eliminates so many of the steps that it took us to get there before. So you're not learning, you're not learning how to build the bricks. You're not learning how to, you know, put the, the cement together you're not learning how to stack the bricks and even them out you're not learning how to you know you're just oh now that i'm in a computer program i just put a brick wall here bam you know what i mean oh i just yeah. make the brick wall how much how tall do i want it type in 10 feet bam it's 10 feet you know so that's magical that's amazing i'm glad that these kids have these tools but i just i fear for them and i hope that what i'm seeing and what i'm projecting is not as bad as what I've seen kind of come to fruition just in my short time being here, you know? Like, I, I err on the side of positivity. I like to think that, you know, the technology is good for the most part. There's always going to be some assholes that are going to figure out some way to do something retarded with it, you know? But the fact remains that I'm more happy to be alive now than ever before. Like, I think we're living in the best time possible. Oh, yeah. You know, healthcare is at an all-time high. Technology is at an all-time high. You know, people are supposed to be living longer. I don't know if we're going to do it, but you know what I mean? They say yeah. that you should be able to live to, like, 150 in a couple of years, you know, with the technology the way it is. Now, yeah. I don't know if we want to live that long, but it's definitely possible. You know, whereas think about 
200 years ago, your life expectancy was probably like 50 or 60. That was considered to be old. Yeah. You know, that was like the, the end of your life. If you made it to 70, you were like breaking world records. Yeah. You know, or town records, you know, like being the oldest man around. Um, I think it's very interesting. I think that we are terribly adaptive. So, I, like I said, I like to stay positive. I think that um, God equipped us with enough adaptability and, and enough um, qualities to be able to change and to be able to, you know, make the adjustments. But uh, in the meantime, it's just uh, it's a hell of a world we're experiencing right now. And yeah. it's... Uh, I've never been the smartest person in the world. I've never been the sharpest tool in the shed. But uh, it's like you would just expect people to to have more common sense. And it's just not something that's common anymore. Yeah. You know, it's such a sad thing. I know you got to get out of here. Do, do you want to cover anything else before we get out of here? Uh, no, I'm fine. I just like to put my word out there that, you know, speaking when you're not supposed to be spoken, speaking can lead to things that you know that's not good for you or yeah. other people that's around you especially when it's none of your damn business exactly you know just watch what and it's f- not true yeah oh, it's, especially if it's not true exactly now that constitutes an ass whooping yeah you know what i mean that that right there well like i said earlier i wasn't a big fighter but to tell you the truth i fought yeah no i've i've heard some of your I've, war I've stories yeah yeah every it, weekend just about yeah for years yeah well, we also used to walk around a lot more intoxicated than we do. <laughs> alcohol is um, something that we've, yeah. we've both I, kind after of put I cut on the, the shelf. Yeah, after I cut the alcohol out, the fighting seemed to yeah. go away. Well, one funny thing I, I'd want to mention this. I don't want to go too far into depth, but one funny thing that I like about you is you've always been a level-headed individual. I could see the crazy in your eyes. I could definitely – I believe you when you say that you know you had some wild stories back in the day and you had some altercations. But one thing that I, I like about you is you're a twin. Um, that's a very rare thing that, that people get to be a part of. And one thing that I heard was you used to be the crazy one and your twin brother was kind of like the level headed, um, easy going. Like if you needed to talk to one of them, you definitely talk to your brother as opposed to you. Now I've heard the table are, are kind of reversed. Whereas your brother's a little crazy and never know what's going on with him. And you're kind of, you're the family man. You're the one running the business. You're the one, you know, that's being consistent, you know? So, um, I've heard, I've heard that you've really got your shit together. So, I don't know if this means anything, but I'm I'm happy to be your friend. I, I'm glad oh, yeah. that we call each other friends. Like you know, well, I we, feel the same way. We uh we connect on a level, and and you definitely. I don't want to hang out with retards. I don't want to hang out with people that are, uh, that are gonna hold me down. I don't want to hang out with with people that are, uh, liabilities. You know what yeah. I mean? I'd rather hang out with assets. Like, you know, if I needed your help painting a room, you can help me do that. You know yeah. what I mean? If you need help buying some insurance, I can do that. You know, we can yeah. benefit each other. And when we see each other, it's not like you're always telling me everything that's going wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, every now and then we share some good stories. Now, we'll bounce bad stuff off each other every now and then, but that's because we're homies. Yeah. You know? But, uh, okay, overall, lesson of this podcast Keep your fucking mouth shut if you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Um, And watch this damn technology because it will poison your mind and it will give you a false sense of reality. And if you're not looking where you're going, you could fucking fall into a trap. So with that being said, we're going to get the fuck out of here.
and you can congratulate me on being a uh, insurance license agent um, whenever you want. Leave comments. Uh, feel free to drop some donations in there. Um, or if you need a policy, holler at me. Peace.